1: And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. Who are we uh, going to meet today? Well, we?
0: Julia, you know, you know the name, um, Linda Bloodworth Thomason. Yes. Because.
1: She did something.
0: She did she? <laughs> <laughs> she did. Designing women. That's it. Okay. I that, don't know her yeah. name. Well, you,
1: she, she's been, yeah, she been in creator? TV.
0: Maybe, Donnie, you can roll up how many shows that she's oh, done. But okay. she did. And I just thought, in, because this has been going on so long, Les Moonvez's egregious horrible behavior. So she goes public.
1: So she did Designing Women. Women.
0: So here she said she did a guest column for the Hollywood Reporter, Not All Harassment is Sexual. She said, this is not the story you might be expecting about Les Moonves. It's not going to be wise or inspiring. It's petty and punishing. She said, I'm all out of grace when it comes to Mr. Moonves. In fact, like a lot of women in Hollywood, I'm happy to dance on his professional grave. She said, I was never sexually harassed or attacked by him. My encounters were more subtle, a different kind of destruction. In 1992, Linda Bloodworth Thomason was given the largest writing and producing contract in CBS history.
1: $50 million. Wow. 1992. It involved
0: five new series with hefty pilots for each penalty not picked up. That they pay her. Right. Okay. Okay. Designing Women was my flagship CBS show. Okay. And Evening Shade, starring Burt Burt Reynolds, Reynolds. had just been lauded as the best new comedy of the season. Loved it. CBS chairman Howard Stringer and the president, Jeff Saganowski, attended many of the Designing Women tapings, reveling in the show, quoting the lines and giving us carte blanche to tackle any subject, which that show... Just tackled that everything. Sexual harassment, yeah. domestic violence, pornography. They even greenlit an entire episode satirizing Clarence Thomas's Supreme Court nomination. It was, to say the least, exhilarating. Little did I know it would soon all be over. By 95, Mr. Stringer and Mr. Saganowski were gone. And a new unknown to me produced, or president named Les Moonfez had taken over. By then, I was producing a new pilot... Titled "Fully Clothed Non Dancing Women," I was immediately <laughs> concerned when I heard that Mr. Moonves was rumored to be a big fan of topless bars. Then someone delivered the news he especially hated designing women and their loud mouth speeches, <clears throat> which is, of course, the thing that everyone loved about the show. Right, Julia Sugarbaker, Sugarbaker any of those ladies? Started, right? Yeah. He showed up at the first table read and took a chair directly across from mine. Actress Ileana Douglas, who later accused him of sexual harassment, sat next to me. Having been voted, this is all in Linda's words, Mm -hmm. having been voted most popular in high school, I felt confident I would be able to charm him. I was wrong. He sat and stared at me through the entire reading with eyes that were stunningly cold, as in you are so dead. I had not experienced such a menacing look since Charles Manson tried to stare me down on a daily basis when I was a young reporter covering that trial. Wow. <laughs> as soon as the pilot was completed, Moonves informed me it would not be picked up. And Remember, Eliana Douglas, yep. she tells us that. She yep. was the star of that. I was at the pinnacle of my career. I would not work again for seven years. Wow. wow. She said, during that period, because my contract was so valuable, I continued trying to win over Les Moonves. Yep and he continued turning down every pilot I wrote. Often, if he would catch me in the parking lot, he would make sure to tell me that my script was one of the best he'd read, but he decided in the end not to do it. It always seemed like he he enjoyed telling me this. Right. Just enough to keep me in the game. I was told he refused to give my scripts to any of the stars he had under contract. Then I began to hear about from other female CBS employees about his mercurial, misogynistic behavior with actresses being ushered in and out of his office. His mantra, I was told, was, why would I want to cast him if I don't want to bleep him? And he was an angry bully who enjoyed telling people, I will tear off the top of your head and piss on your brain. Gross. Soon I would hear how he'd invited a famous actress to lunch in the CBS dining room, coming off the cancellation of our iconic detective show, here in Glass. I'm putting yeah. that in. She's not writing that. The star began pitching a new one. He informed her she was too old to be on his network. She began to cry and stood up to go. He stood up, taking her by the, taking her by the shoulders and telling her, I can't you leave, let you leave like this. She reacted, suddenly touched. Then he shoved his tongue down her throat. <gasps> I know this happened because the star is the person who told me.
1: Oh my God. Donnie, is Sharon Glass. That's who they... I know. Is she still alive? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah.
0: Over the years, even when an actress managed to get one of my scripts through an agent, the deal would immediately be killed. It was like a personal vendetta, and I will never know why. Was it because I was championing the New South, or I was an admittedly aggressive feminist agenda, or both, when the legendary Bette Midler informed Les Moonves... She wanted to do a series with me. I'm told he denied her request. When the singer Huey Lewis, whom Les had become enamored with, chose me to write a pilot for him, his contract was canceled. Jeez. It would have been so easy, not to mention honorable, to simply tell me he's never going to put a show of mine on right. there as long as he was the president of the network. Mm-hmm. Right. That was his certainly his right, but instead he kept me hopping And hoping, when I finally realized he was never going to put a show of mine on there, I left. It was never really about the money anyway. I just wanted to work. People asked me for years, where have you been? What happened to you? Les Moonves happened to me. And somewhere in the middle of all this, I was walking the halls one day in the original CBS building. In spite of no longer being employed, I still felt proud. I'd been allowed to make a creative contribution to the network I'd grown Mm -hmm. up with, starting with Lucy and Ethel. Right. Who had electrified me and inspired me to write comedy. I never dreamed I'd become the first woman, along with my then writing partner, Mary Kay Place, to write oh, for no, MASH. No kidding. The actress. Yeah. I took pride in being part of a network that seemed to be rife with crazy, interesting, brash women from Mary Tyler Moore and Rhoda right. to Maude to Murphy Brown to designing women. Many of these female characters paved the way for women to be single, to pursue. Pursue careers and equal pay, and lead rich romantic lives with reproductive rights. As I walked, I noticed that the portraits of all these iconic women were no longer adorning the walls. <sighs> yeah, probably Les took them down. I don't know why, and I didn't ask. I just know that the likes of them have rarely been seen on that network again. Thanks, Les Moonves. I guess I can only guess they all became vaginal swabs in crime labs on CSI Amarillo.
1: Oh, oh, oh. oh, okay.
0: And for years, Les loaded up the network with a highly profitable male dominated series, always careful to stir in an occasional actress like the fabulous Patty Heaton or the irresistible Kaylee Cuoco. But mostly he presided over a plethora of macho crime shows, featuring a virtual genocide of dead naked hotties in morgue drawers with sadistic female autopsy reports, blah, blah, blah. On the day I officially parted company with CBS, the same day Mr. Moonvez said he would only pay a tiny fraction of the penalties they owed me, my incredulous agent asked what he should tell me. Mr. Moonves said, tell her to go bleep herself. Serious? I was not surprised when he had finally admitted on September 9th that he may have made some women uncomfortable and that those were mistakes. Um, she said, but let's be clear, this is an act of terror. It is not something you correct, sorry, my bad. She said, I wanted, you know, she said the bad, and then she kind of just said, he'll never be punished in the way he deserves He'll almost certainly never go to jail. He's already made hundreds of millions of dollars Mm -hmm. during his highly successful and truly immoral, bullying, misogynistic reign. Also in her story, she does say he did this to men. I mean, Howard Stern, he did to other men. There's other, you know, people... And she said, perhaps the best thing we can do is to thank Ronan Farrow and all the brave women who came forward to make sure a man like this is finally gone while putting all the other sexual predators who are still in our business on notice. We are not going to stop until every last one of you is gone. We don't care anymore if you go to jail or go to hell. Just know at some point you're leaving. And as for you, Mr. Moonves, I'd love to channel my finest Julia Sugar Baker delivery and say, go bleep yourself. I love that. So yeah. I mean I love that. And oh, it's
1: that's something. Isn't
0: that yeah. something? Yeah.
1: I what a horrible man. Well, <laughs> for really? some reason, okay. Jeez. I just started thinking of something. You know, NCIS is on CBS uh-huh. and that uh-huh. Polly Parrett left and it was under things she couldn't talk, talk about. about yep. And she said she um she responds to a CBS. And you can bet statement. that Les
0: Moonvez probably didn't get her character because she's not conventionally beautiful, right? Uh, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. I could see a guy like that not getting her quirky gothy mm-hmm. look. You know? Yeah. No, it's mm-hmm. it's really. I'm so glad that Linda. I mean, this gone on for so long, and that she had these huge hit shows, and he just. Rock blocked her. He just. Ro- That's I what I can't imagine
1: how bad you would. And it's a just scandal. Be like, and you, you, you know, you're screwed. Yeah. Because he knows and then everyone. And you keep It's like, it's like he's, Harvey Weinstein yeah. was with the movies. But, but that he would smile at her and it's, yeah, and love it. You know, just ugh. the mind bleepery of it all. Yuck. Yeah, yeah I know. It. Julie Chen. Sometimes it. we do. I know it. I don't know how. Here's what Polly Perret alludes to: physical abuse and bullying on the set as she left the show after 15 years. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. I mean, her, yeah. I just I now
1: this. I bet though, more and more, we're going to hear more and more. Yeah. About more and more, and how petty he was with Janet Jackson. Yeah. I'm petty, stupid.
0: Yeah, all right. Small. Mm. All right, listen, when we come back, we got our favorite headlines of the day.
1: All right, before we uh, break, let's get caller 7 on the line at uh, uh, 641-651-641-1071. I've got a couple of tickets for you to go see a lovely musical called Once at the Ritz Theater. It's coming up on Wednesday night, October 3rd. Uh, 651-641-1071. And then there was a scandal. Vintage. The I am shocked at your behavior. Who are uh, we gonna meet today? Harry? Well
0: Julia, you know, you know the name um Linda Bloodworth Thomason? Yes. Because?
1: She did something. She
0: did. She, <laughs> she did. Designing women. That's it. <laughs> okay. I that, don't know her yeah. name. Well, you,
1: she, she's been, been she in TV.
0: Maybe, Donnie, you can roll up how many shows that she's oh, done. But okay. she did. And I just thought, in, because this has been going on so long Les Moonvez's egregious horrible behavior so she goes public so she did Designing women. women so here she said she did a guest column for the Hollywood Reporter not all harassment is sexual she said this is not the story you might be expecting about Les Moonvez. it's not going to be wise or